0: The corresponding proverb for the corresponding day. Proverbs 1, it's March 1st, we're starting off the month. And don't we like to start off the month with new resolutions, goals, visions, and then we get to the end of the month and we're like, I <laughs> just try to be able to make it through this thing. Well, my pops used to always say to me, boy, it's not the mailman, it's the mail that you need to focus on. And I was like, whatever, pop. Because sometimes I would get a message delivered and I would see the guy in the shiny suit or I would see the guy who was a shyster and I'd be like, "Ah, I'm not trying to hear anything he has to say. And what my pops was always saying is, don't focus on the mailman, focus on the mail. He would say, boy, if someone gave you a million dollar check, it came in the mail, would you run out and hug the mailman or would you call the person who actually sent it? And it was tough because I would want to just be a contrarian with my pop and just tell him, like, I would like the mailman because he delivered the million dollars. But what he was trying to tell me is there was a, the, the, there was a person who actually sent it and the mailman just delivered it. And sometimes we get so wrapped up in the mailman that we won't accept the mail. I've had so many friends reach out to me since I started this uh, series of the corresponding proverb, the corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom, and they're like, man, I never read the Bible before. Maybe I'm not reading it as much because, you know, maybe I had a bad uh, connection point at church. Maybe I had a bad interaction. Maybe some people did me wrong. Maybe some people that I saw that were reading the Bible were uh, hypocritical. I want you to take the Bible out of it today. I want you to take the religion part out of it because that's not what we talk about. But I just want you to think about the principles and I want you to think about these. If you had, let's call it in your business, right? If you had in your business wisdom, instruction, understanding, insight, instruction, prudence, what is right, what is just, what is fair, what is prudent? What is knowledge, discretion, wisdom, listening, discernment, guidance, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, wisdom, and instruction? These are the things that all of us call a friend for. We phone a friend for advice, for counsel, for all those things. And so today, what I want you to look at is through the filter. And Imagine if you, you applied those words to a relationship, to a friendship, to your leadership, to your culture, to your systems, anywhere, and let's focus in, take the, the lens, like the glasses that I have, and let's put on the lens of, let's focus on the message and not the messenger. And so in Proverbs 1 3000-year-old wisdom, the corresponding proverb for the corresponding day, we're going to talk about the mailman and we're going to uh, do a quote from uh, probably one of the I think one of the best coaches in the NBA, uh, which is Mr. Steve Kerr. So let's get this party started. <laughs> We put the work in We ain't stopped just because Commercial makes me laugh every single time. It brings joy to my heart because it's a live version of the podcast. And yes, we're still doing interviews on the podcast. We have added in uh, the commentary, and we're going to do this back and forth. We, uh, I get a chance to uh, interview some of the most iconic people in the world, and I did it because I didn't want my kids to worship idols. I just wanted them to be inspired by icons. So I bring the most uh, iconic people in their respective, uh, you know, fields. We sit down, we have a talk about not what they did, but who they are. And then they give advice to my kids. So check that out too. And if you're, if you love the uh, Proverbs, the corresponding proverb, corresponding day, we actually made a playlist on YouTube that you could go to. And it's called the wis- uh, wisdom, in the five. So let's get to uh, Proverbs one. And Proverbs one is amazing because it's a, it's literally a blue, a blueprint. And when I said the words earlier, if you noticed, there was a repeat in some of the words, right? And as I've gone through this, probably one of the toughest things and challenges is, is sitting down, reading the word, and asking God exactly what He'll have me to speak on on the exact day. And sometimes this is tough, but uh, today, at the end I'll tell you a story about my daughter, um, that I had yesterday, but it was because of the blueprint, um, that has been instilled and, in, you know, was gifted to me by my mama and my pops. And then, uh, they, they directed my eyes that way. They would always say, you know, I don't know when I asked them a question, I don't know, but I know someone who does. And then they direct my eyes to the word and that word would direct me to the Lord. And I would spend time. And when I spent time and I was present, it was amazing what started to happen. And, um, So uh, let's go over the words again. Wisdom, instruction, understanding, insight, instruction, prudence, what is right, just, fair, prudence, knowledge, discretion, wisdom, listening, discernment, guidance, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, wisdom, and instruction. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the right use of knowledge. And if we start off with wisdom, then and we have the right use of knowledge, that knowledge will bring understanding, understanding will bring insight, insight will bring discretion, discretion will bring discipline, and discipline will bring us strength, and that strength will lead us right back to wisdom. How do we get wisdom? Fear of God. How can we fear God? Well, it's not about fear and trembling. It's just about respect. And if we spend time with him, study his character, then we'll have respect for his character and he'll give us wisdom, which will be the right use of knowledge. And then uh, you heard the circle there. Uh, so when I look at this, I thought, I thought about from a business perspective, these were the things that I was always calling and phoning a friend. I was always looking for counsel, looking for coaches. And I was, I was asking all the time, like, oh, can you give me wisdom in this situation? Can you give me uh, understanding? Can you give me instruction? Can you give me prudence? Which is just the, uh, the thought of the future, um, Can you tell me what's just in this situation? Can you tell me what's fair? I've had these conversations in the last couple of days, and I don't know if you have, but if you've ever had a conversation where you had to call your friend, your confidant, or your your business coach and ask them these questions, it's amazing because in Proverbs 1, it really lays it out. So uh, my, my pops with this was, was massive because I think a lot of times I turned away from all these amazing nuggets of wisdom and all this treasure because I didn't like the, the, the wrapping that it was in. Because I had to go to a word that was 3,000 years old and sometimes it didn't speak in my language. But then when I started to put on the glasses or a different lens, the word started to come alive. And when it came alive... Now it started to translate and it started to tell me stories, which I'll tell you at the end about my daughter, which honestly is probably one of the coolest things that's happened to me in a long time. Let me hit you with something that I was, I was driving and I, I believe that uh, when you tune into God's station, right, you tune into wisdom. Wisdom is playing all the time. Um, it's, it's constantly calling for us, but a lot of times we're not tuned into the radio station. So if you're, uh, you know, 99.9 right now is still playing, but if you're not tuned into it, you don't hear the music. The country station is on, the hip hop station is on, the rock station is on, but if you're tuned into hip hop, you can't expect to hear rock. So how can we tune in? Simply spend some time and get present, right? And so uh, yesterday I was uh, watching um, the Warriors game. I'm a huge Warriors fan. And Steve Kerr got interviewed and he said, or, or wasn't interviewed, he, uh, was, we could overhear him in Draymond's mic. And uh, what he said was, is solid leads to the show. And what he was saying is the fundamentals when you do the fundamentals and you're fundamentally sound, it will lead to the thing that most people are so enamored by. The solid will lead to the show. Steve Kerr, my man, uh, warriors for life, right? So uh, in point number one here is uh, who are you listening to? Uh, who are you listening to and what is in your head and what is in your heart? And in verse number one and two in Proverbs 1 <clears throat> It says here, oh, in verse uh, 8 and 9, sorry. In verse 8 and 9, it says, listen, my son, uh, to your father's instructions and do not forsake your mother's teachings. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. So when, we, when I looked at this, um, when it said a garland to grace your head and a, um, and a chain to adorn your neck, I thought about this, and what God was telling me this morning is it first comes in your head and then it goes into your heart. And so, how does something get into our head through when we hear what we see and what we become aware of through our senses? And the only things that we're hearing or becoming aware of is the things that we allow in. So, what are we listening to? What station are you uh, station? Are you tuned in today? Uh, number two is verse uh, ten through actually nineteen, and it goes through. And it talk, uh, I want to tell you the first part. My son, sinful men will entice you. Do not give into them. And I read that and that stuck out to me because I was on a plane a couple years ago and I started to read this article and I was so enamored with the article and it started talking about the scarcity of this thing. And the scarcity of this thing started to make me think, oh my gosh, there's not much of it. I need to figure out what this thing is. And then I need to go and get it. Well, it started talking about the scarcity, how it was not going to be printed anymore. And I was like, man, let me in. And then I, I started to read and it was the $2 bill. And I was like, wow, the $2 bill is not going to be printed anymore. And then they said, and you have the opportunity to get the $2 bill uncut in a sheet of four, never before released to the public. And I was like, wow. And it was written in like an article form. They had done this. And I was like, man, this is incredible. And then it got down to the end and it said the only way that you could get it is through this place. And I called them right away and I ordered like four. And I ordered four of them. So that's, uh, you know four sheets of four. So that's 16. So 16, that's $32 basically. And it cost me 150 bucks. And I got home and I was so excited. And I told my wife and I was like, Oh baby, I can't believe it. These things are going, uh, you know, they're going to be rare. And, uh, they, they came in and she looked at him. She's like, you bought two, $2 bills. And I said, yeah, but you don't understand they're uncut. They're going, they're not going to be around. And she's like, how much did you pay for these, dummy? And I was like, only $150. I got a deal because these things are going to be worth a lot. And she said, yeah, they're going to be worth $2. I said, you just don't understand. But see, in verse 10, it said, my son, sinful men will entice you. Don't give in to them. I realized after the article that I read was an actual advertisement or an advertorial is now what it's called. So they paid for it to be written like it was a story, and I was reading it like a story, like they were doing this reporting on it, and I got duped. There are all kind of people out there waiting for you, or maybe they're just waiting for me because I'm the only one that falls for this stuff, and I'm the only one that falls for infomercials because I love them, and I fall for them too. That's why I don't stay up late, and my wife won't let me watch the infomercials. Point number three is, has it been delivered yet? See, uh, actually, in uh, let's go back to point number two, is in that $2 bill, right, in the $2 bill story, what was crazy is, is in verse number 17, it said, how useless to spread a net where every bird can see it. And see, the the wicked men will entice us. They'll come in. But if we have wisdom, we'll be able to discern. But they never are going to put a net where everybody could see it. They put that net in the advertorial that I read and I was duped. Now, you could say that it was just me being silly. It was, but I still got those $2 bills and they're going to be worth a lot someday. So in uh, point number three, it goes to, has uh, has it been delivered yet? And so has the mail that you're waiting for been delivered yet, but delivered by someone who maybe you don't like? And in verse number 20 through 23, it says, Out in the open, wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square. On the top of the wall, she cries out. At the city gate, uh, she makes her speech. How long will you, who are simple, love your simple ways? How long will you mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge. What God was asking me this morning is, uh, has it been delivered? Has that thing that you're wanting, has the wisdom, has it been delivered, but it was delivered in a package that you didn't like? And therefore, you kind of threw it off to the side. And so what my pops was always on me is like, boy, it's not about the mailman. It's about the mail. Extract, have a filter. And the only way that we can have that filter is by spending time with God. And when, uh, when we spend time with God, watch this, wisdom, instruction, understanding, insight, instruction, prudence, what is right, just, fair, prudence, knowledge, discretion, wisdom, listening, discernment, guidance, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, wisdom, and instruction. And imagine if we had those in our relationships. We wouldn't have to call our friend and be like, yo, my man is acting up, my my lady's acting up, what should I do? We could go to all those things because we would have them, but we gotta tune in to the right station. And uh, the last point today is, are you focusing on the mailman or are you focusing on the mail? See, God uh, let us know from uh, verse 24 through 33. He just said, like, all the things that will happen if, if we don't tune into it. And then at the end, what was so great, he just gave us a get-out-of-jail-free card. In uh, verse number 23, whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm. doesn't mean the circumstances aren't going to be challenging. It means that he's going to be there with you right through it, and he's going to turn everything for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. It's amazing because when we focus on the male as opposed to the the male man, like, again, I've had so many people reach out to me and say, uh, I never read the Bible. I don't want to read the Bible. Why are you talking about God? Like, why you got to bring God into it? Can we just talk about business? Yes, we could talk about business. It's the exact same thing. And when we have those tools, when we have the tools, listen, of wisdom, instruction, understanding, insight, instruction, prudence, what is right, just, fair, prudence, we have knowledge, discretion, wisdom, uh, listening, discernment, guidance, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, wisdom, and instruction. When we have that, honestly, what else would we need? And that's what God is saying, is just come to me. I've got the answers. See, I, it culminates in this, guys. I had an experience with my daughter yesterday. She got up in the morning, and she was so distraught. Um, she's 15 years old, and one of her eyelashes wasn't going the way that it should, and you can understand how huge of a challenge that is. Um, she started kind of getting mad at her mom. She raised her voice a little bit. Uh, she tried different things. She you know, was just in, you know, distraught, and then she got in the truck, and we were on the way to school, and I was trying to console her a little bit, but she didn't want to hear anything. She didn't want me to touch her, talk to her, anything. And if you have a 15 year old and a daughter, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And then I, I kind of turn and I was just praying. I was asking God, like, what do you want me to do, God? And then I turn and just tears streaming down her face. And she's so like all overwhelmed. And we drive by this place. It's called the, uh, the Carlsbad Pie Shop, I think it's called. I don't know exactly, but uh, it's an old-school diner here in Carlsbad. We drive by it, and God says, look over there. And I look over, and I see it, and I'm like, why do I need to look at that? My daughter's crying, and he just said, the magic is in the muffin. I said, what do you mean? So I, I, as I drive past, I realized what he meant, and I asked my daughter. I said, do you want to stop and get a muffin? She said, well, we're almost late for school. I said, it doesn't matter. You want to go get a muffin? I heard they have they have really good muffins. I went there one time, and it's an old-school diner, too. It's all, like, you know, um, elderly people, and she loves the old-school style. She likes thrift stores, all those things. And she, I said, you know, you'll probably be able to get some style tips, too. And she just kind of stopped, and she's like, are you sure? And I said, yes, let's go get a muffin. So we stopped, we turned around, we went back, and we uh, went in, and the tears started to dry up. She started looking at the muffins. Then she said, oh, man, this is like a 70s diner. I love the decor of this place. And we sat, and I said, do you want a muffin? She said, actually, I'd like breakfast. And all the tears melted away. We started laughing. We started having fun. We started joking back and forth. And at the end, I said, would you like a muffin to take to school? And she said, yeah. And she picked out a lemon muffin with a little frosting on it. We got back in the car. Tears dried up. Smiles. Laughing. Laughing. And what I realized at the time is what the world would have taught me was you need to push through. You need to be strong. We need to give tough love. She can't miss any class. She got to do this. And what God was telling me is she will never remember February 29, 2004, the class that she showed up to on time. But she will always remember the magic muffin. God's got a message for you today. He wants to spend some time with you today, but he wants you to be present and he will deliver the magic sometimes through the muffin. Proverbs 1, corresponding proverb, corresponding day, 3,000-year-old wisdom that's applicable in your leadership, culture, your systems. My name is Kelly Cardenas and I'm officially off the hot seat. Peace, love, and soul.